Great afternoon, great morning. Hey folks, hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin here with another Sunday mindset message. Happy Sunday, everybody. How you feeling? How's everybody feeling here as you chime in here this morning here? I am Wesley Virgin and I'm going to give you the message for today. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, why should I listen to you? Well, because one, I'm a self-made millionaire too. I actually want to help you achieve your dreams, okay? Believe it or not, I'm invested in your future. I'm invested in your dreams. And if you've noticed, if you're on my Instagram account at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin, I'm very consistent. I've been very, very consistent with you. So this is just not hype. This is something that I am uh, I'm actually dedicated to do. It's my purpose here. And... This morning here, we're going to talk about ant killers, okay? How's everybody feeling this morning? Did you go to church? Well, don't worry. Come to the Church of Wesley, okay? If you didn't get the message today from your church, from your pastor, well, let Mr. Virgin here, let me share some things with you to ensure and to guarantee that your week is going to be the most phenomenal week of your life. Does that make sense? Can I get an amen? I'm talking about more money this week. I'm talking about bettering your relationships. I'm talking about going to the gym, working on your body, seeing progress. Can I get an amen? I'm talking about leaving your job, leaving that eight to five grind and learning and discovering more of yourself to be able to create the life that you want to have. Okay, we're talking about traveling around the world buying the car of your dreams, purchasing the home of your dreams, taking your children around your world, around the world here. And for the first time ever being stress-free, just realizing that you have the opportunity to live a stress-free, incredible life here, okay? So let's talk about ant killers. Now, listen, I know what you're thinking, you know, when you see the word ant, your first thoughts may be those little insects that we can't stand. You know those little insects that bite us? Has anybody been outside playing? Let's go back to our childhood here. You know, been outside playing around, walking around. And before you know it, you look down, you got ants in your shoes, biting your feet in your socks. You ever took off your shoe and start throwing it all around the cement? Yeah, I've had one of those moments. <laughs> They're annoying, aren't they? They start biting on you, you got bumps, and now you need some ointment to take care of those bumps. And, well, this is very similar, okay? Because what ant means in this message here this morning is automatic negative thoughts. Okay. And I want to teach you how to kill them. I want to teach you how to exterminate them, right? Because automatic negative thoughts are just like ants. They hurt, they bite, they annoy you, they slow you down, right? They take your attention, just like ants do. So I'm going to give you a few tips here. And they are debilitators of success. They are debilitators of progression in your individual life. So I want to share some things with you 
that's going to allow you to deal with these automatic, automatic negative thoughts, okay? Uh, we're going to exterminate him this morning. Listen, uh, oh, much love, Mr. Skillful. He got two sales this morning. Much love. Hey, go ahead and put your names here below. Let me give you guys a shout out here. If you're brand new to the message here, every Sunday I go live, okay? Via my Instagram account at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin to share the message for the week. And I do believe that um, motivation, inspiration is definitely not enough to make money and to transition your life. But I believe consistency and to educate you um, from that standpoint is very important. And that's what I do here. It's important for you to make a decision to listen to these messages over and over again because one day they will seep into that brain of yours and you will start to actually take action on everything that I'm sharing with you. Hey, Angelique, Tiffany here. Hey, Max, Paige, Elizabeth, Nadia, Mr. Skillful. How are you, sir? Exeve from Canada, Sonia, uh, Giselle, how are you? Rosemary here, how are you? Frenchie, Barry from St. Louis. Keisha from New York City here. Douglas, hey guys. But, but however, before we get started here, Takia, how are you? Uh, I want everybody to comment one thing that they're grateful for, okay? Just comment below one thing that you're grateful for. Hey, Brooke, how, Brooke, how are you? Hey, Maps, Carmen, how are you? One thing, Elmer. One practice that I did, hey, Lamia, when I was in the same position of, as yourself, I've learned to always entertain gratitude, okay? And that helped me, okay? Because obviously it was many times that I thought that, you know, the business wasn't going to work out, life wasn't going to work out. But I learned to have this attitude of gratitude, Excuse me, I'm still getting over cold here. Um, I still had this attitude of gratitude. And the attitude of gratitude allowed my mind to be primed in a way of positivity. Okay? So I want everybody to comment one thing that you're grateful for at this moment. Okay? Go ahead. All right. Just one thing, everybody, just one thing that you're grateful for. Because as you start to think about what you're grateful for, that's going to allow you to have another positive thought, right? You got to understand something about thoughts. And we're going to talk about these ant killers here. Is that usually the initial thought that you have in the morning or during your day is going to be very pervasive throughout your entire day. Like if you wake up and you're negative, stressed out, well, you're probably gonna have a stressful day. If you wake up angry, pissed off at somebody, maybe at yourself, then you're gonna have a very challenging, angry day as well. But if you wake up grateful, okay? If you just wake up just grateful for living, grateful for air, Grateful that you have your limbs, grateful that you have the opportunity to create your world. Well, your day 
tends to stem from those initial thoughts. Okay? So, take notes. We're going to talk about automatic negative thoughts. Killers. How many of you have negative thoughts that come through your mind on autopilot? Comment below. This morning, we're going to be a bit interactive here because I want to help you here. And I want you to um, actually be interactive with me. Okay. How many of you, and just be honest, okay. Hey, listen, I'm I'm just a young black brother from Houston, Texas. You know, nothing great about me. The only thing that's great about me is just I'm worth a ton of money. Okay. But listen, I want you to be honest with me. How many of you just, as you have a, you're having a tough time dealing with all these negative thoughts, like you want to do better. Like you may start the week, so I'm going to work out. I'm going to work in my business. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to go through Wesley's program, you know, thing that's going to be great. Then on Monday, shit happens, right? Something happens. I don't know. You have a flat tire. You forgot to pay a bill. You got to pay taxes. Somebody pissed you off. Somebody lied on you. you found out your wife or your husband cheating on you. I mean, you know, uh, let's, let's talk about that. How many of you have issues with that? Okay, because I'm going to help you. I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. All right, somebody says, I do my best to fight them. That's another question here. What do you, what do you, ladies and gentlemen, what do you do to deal with these automatic negative thoughts? One lady says she fight them. Okay, so what, you up a, you uppercut them, you hit them with the left hook, right? Give them a jab. What do you do to tackle or to diminish these negative thoughts? I want to know your strategy because I want to read them in the comments here. Okay. I watch them. Somebody says they watch the negative thoughts. I think of a new thought. I try to replace them with another thought. Okay. All right. I pray. I change my physiology. I fight negative thoughts with positive words. Self-affirmation music. I watch them and let them pass. I find the good that come out of it. Okay. So I want to give you a technique, and this is a NLP technique. This is called Neuro Linguistics Programming. Okay. Have you guys ever heard of that? Neuro Linguistic Programming, which is the study of language and language on how it affects people. Okay. It was a concept that was created by Richard Bandler and John Grinder, um, you know, back in the 80s, 70s or whatever, years, year, I mean, decades and decades ago. And NLP is very powerful when it comes to understanding the brain, understanding language to interrupt beliefs and change them very quickly here, okay? And I'm not an NLP practitioner, but I understand it very well, Okay. And I've used it not just on my life and other people's lives as well. I use it on you as well to help you 
because I just know what I'm doing here. So I want you to write down this word. So automatic negative thoughts. I want you to understand something about automatic negative thought. It is not your responsibility to get rid of these thoughts. Okay. It is not your responsibility to eliminate negative thoughts from your mind. Does that make sense? You may say, Wesley, that doesn't make sense. What you're talking about? Okay, let's, let's break it down. Let me go deeper. Come with the word, go deeper, Wes, because that's I'm, I'm good at going deep, right? Um, listen, for you to get rid of a negative thought or thinking that you can fight a negative thought, you have to think about the negative thought. Make sense? If you're saying, you know, I got to get rid of these negative thoughts, well, you're getting... You're thinking about the negative thought. Does that make sense? And when you're thinking, listen here, please. Hey, Chris. When you're thinking about a negative thought, even though you want to get rid of the negative thought, you're still thinking about getting rid of the negative thought. I give an example. It's like not thinking about, I'm going to say, if I, if I ask you not to think about a pink elephant, don't think about a pink elephant. <sighs> Okay, you hear me? Hello? Don't think about a pink elephant. Don't think about you becoming a very rich, successful person. Don't think about it. How many of you are able to do that? You can't. If I tell you not to think about a pink elephant, you will think about a pink elephant. If I tell you not to think about you as a very rich and successful person, I mean, you just cannot like not think about you being a rich and successful person. Does that make sense? Your brain cannot interpret negations, yeah? It's just impossible. So when you're saying, ah, I don't want to think about that I'm not going to win. I don't want to think about that I'm not going to make money. I don't want to think about that I'm not going to get this job. I don't want to think about that I'm going to self-sabotage my relationships again. <laughs> I'm not going to think about that I'm going to eat this cake even though I should not eat this cake, right? What you don't realize, you just, what you don't realize is the more you don't think about it, you're thinking about it because you're saying it, okay? That's just how the brain works. It doesn't understand don't and any type of negations when you're trying to change your beliefs and you're trying to rid yourself of negative thoughts. So again, it is not your responsibility to eliminate negative thoughts from your mind. Okay. That's why so many people are stuck because every day they're like, man, these negative thoughts, man, I can't get rid of these negative thoughts. Right? It's like an ant bed, right? You can't get rid of the ant bed. The ants are just going to go deep into the ground. They may not be there for a while, but they're going to come back, right? You may kill a few of them, but they're coming back, right? You ever hit an ant bed? You can't kill all those ants from an ant bed. There are ants under the ground that you can't see, okay? So, let me give you the technique that I use. Let me give you the strategy that you can utilize to be able to coincide with your negative thoughts, right? <sighs> Write down the word reframe, okay? Write down the word reframe, okay? Reframe. So there's a technique in NLP where you can reframe events that before learning this information from Wesley Virgin, 
that you can reframe those negative thoughts to positive ones. Okay? I want, I want, I'll watch this. I'm going to prove it to you here. Because I know what you're thinking. Prove it, Wes. Prove it, Wes. Prove it to me. Okay? Check it out. I want you to comment below and I want you to share some of the negative thoughts that are running around in your mind. Comment below, please. I'm going to show you how to reframe it. It's reframe, not reframe. Reframe. Like a, like a picture. Like you're going to have two pictures, but depending on the frame, that picture can look totally different. That's what I want to do to your negative thoughts, okay? I'm not going to get rid of my negative thoughts because sometimes negative thoughts or those type of thoughts are important, right? I mean, if ants are biting you, you got to, like, get them off you, right? If you are eating too much and you start to look at yourself in the mirror and you're getting fat, you got to stop, right? <laughs> right? So, you know, the thoughts that you don't want are not necessarily bad. You get it? Like, we, we, we absolutely need negative thoughts at times, okay? So, I want you guys to comment a few negative thoughts that are running through your mind that you think is keeping you from becoming the person that you need to be to have what you want. Somebody said procrastination. So, my question to you is, how is procrastination a negative thought? How is that a thought? Like, do you think about procrastinating before you actually procrastinate? Like, do you think about, well, I need to go to the gym today. But, you know, you know, I'm going to procrastinate today and I'm not going to go to the gym. I don't think so. Like, I don't think you're thinking about procrastinating. I think you're just labeling what you're not doing, even though you know you should do it as procrastination. Does that make sense? Someone said feeling stuck. Again, how do you know that you're stuck, Madam Queen? Think about it for a second. You have to see what NLP, it's, it puts a ton of emphasis on the words that we use on how we describe and how we interpret our world. So when a young lady said, you know, I just feel stuck. But my question to her is, where are you stuck and how do you know that you're stuck? Okay, makes sense? Many of you are this, you don't realize, like if I felt stuck, then I don't do anything because a person that feels stuck won't make any moves towards what they want. And then, excuse me, they realize that being stuck it's just their interpretation of how they feel. Are you with me here? So my question is, where are you stuck? And how do you know that you're stuck? I have somebody says that I'm not worthy of wealth. Well, how do you know you're not worthy of wealth? Like, how do you know? See, this is a great question to ask yourself. Whenever you start to have these negative, debilitating thoughts, these innervating thoughts about yourself, such as I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, maybe I just can't get this. My question to you is, well, how do you know? Like, how do you know you're not worthy? How do you know you're not smart enough? 
How you know it's not going to happen for you? Like, how do you know you're not going to make progress this year? How do you know? And when you begin to answer these questions, now you learn and discover the real issues. Okay? Because before we can, you know, say that we're stuck, it is something in our mind that we have to make a decision on why we feel that we're stuck. And then you'll tell me, well, you might say, well, I'm stuck because I'm not making progress. But does that actually mean that? Like you could be working in your business for five years, working on yourself for five to eight years, and maybe you don't see results, but that, does that mean that you're stuck? Listen, write this down. You have to be very careful on the meanings that you attach to things that take place in your life. You have to be very careful on the meanings that you attach to experiences and things that take place in your life. Some of you, have you ever lost a job before? How many of you have ever been fired from a job? Think about it for a second. My question to you is, what did that mean to you? Does that mean that you're going to be broke, poor, sleeping under the bridge, can't pay your bills? Or does it mean that they're going to be brand new opportunities for you? It's time for you to start that business. Thank God that they quit. Thank God that they terminated me. I appreciate that layoff. Now it's time for me to discover my true self and do what I really want to do. How many of you have been through a divorce? Well, what does that mean to you? A breakup. Well, what does that mean to you? Did it mean that you're no good? Does it mean that you're not good enough? Does it mean that you're unworthy? Or does it mean that you got out of a situation that most of you intellectually discover that it's just not for you? Now it's time for you to work on yourself so you'll be able to attract the person who you are and the person that you're becoming and the person that you're destined to be. Maybe you invested some money and you didn't make any money and you're spending money. You're not making money. You may say, well, I'm wasting my money right here. I'm investing it. I'm pouring my money and uh, I'm putting in time and I don't see any results. That's the meaning. See, a lot of you, like even in business, are you're, you're young entrepreneurs. You're saying, well, since I've been working and working and working, and since I've been doing it for a couple of months, a couple of years, that means this is not working. But another person might say, all this means is that I'm growing. I'm becoming more of the person that I want to be. I'm getting stronger. I'm learning how to deal with more stress. I'm learning how to tackle opposition. Does that make sense? It's the meaning. You get it? Okay? The meaning that you place on events or negative thoughts that take place in your mind and in your life will determine your reality. Can I get an amen, please? That was tough. Let me say it again, and I'm going to say it quietly, okay? The meaning, the meaning 
that you place on experiences and events and negative thoughts that take place in your mind and your brain will determine your outcome. Okay? Listen, I am living proof of this. I've shared the story before. I share it again. Listen, I give you the brevity of the story. I remember when I was living on a credit card because I had just quit my job and I was training a young lady and I was running a boot camp. And I remember I was an internet marketer trying to get my company online to work. And I would fly. Um, I went to Vegas one year to be a part of this event. And it was called the ClickBank Roadshow. ClickBank is an affiliate marketplace where a lot of beginners go when they are first get introduced to the internet marketing world. Like ClickBank is a great company. I love them to life. And I don't get any sense of in promoting them, but they, they were a life changer for me. I learned a lot. And I went to this roadshow in Vegas. Now, listen, I used my credit card because I didn't have any money because the money that I was bringing in just would take care of my, my car note, pay my rent, cell phone bill, right, and to take care of my children. So I didn't have a ton of money, so I couldn't afford to go to Vegas, obviously, but I went anyway. And it went anyway because I thought to myself, well, what if I learned something? You know, what if I meet someone that would change my entire life? See, a lot of you, you won't move from your city, your town, your state because you keep stating that, well, I can't afford it. You know, I can't afford that. I don't want to put myself in risk because the meaning that you place on moving or, I mean, or traveling to another state or another city where people are very evident, the people that you need to be around and they are there. You believe that, that, well, since you don't have enough money, you shouldn't go. Well, I changed the meaning of that. I said, I couldn't afford not to go. Then I'm going to find a way. Then I'm going to use this credit card. It doesn't mean I'm going into debt. All that means is that one day I will pay this card off because I'll be rich. I just changed the meaning of it. See, most poor and average and regulatory people, when they think about spending money, they feel pain because they don't have money. And when they say, well, you know, maybe I need to buy this course for $1,500 or $15,000. But what if I lose the money? What if I waste my time? I can't afford that. And that's why they are where they are right now. But I decided to use that credit card to fly to Vegas. I'll never forget this moment in my life. Listen up here. I went to the ClickBank Roadshow event. I met some phenomenal people. Obviously, I was extra positive. I was optimistic. I was strutting around. Like I was a multimillionaire, even though at that time I wasn't even a thousandaire. But no one knew it, but it didn't matter. And I remember that evening. Listen, I remember that evening that I went to this party, okay? It was a, what was the name of this club in Vegas? I can't remember. But it was a bar, outside bar, very nice, very beautiful, gorgeous bar here. And the ClickBank company, they had a party there. Obviously, I got invited. And you might say, well, Wesley, why did, how did you get invited when you, when you weren't making any money? Like, how did you get invited to a party? Because it was supposed to be just for 
the people that's in ClickBank that's doing very well, just to let you know. And you might think, why would they let you in? You're not making any money. You're just a regular-ass, black-ass kid from the south side of Houston, Texas. You're not making any money. They know you're not making any money. I'm on the platform, but I'm making zero dollars, and they are aware of that. And let me tell you how I got in. My attitude. No lie. My attitude. One thing that people were very impressed about me was my attitude. Swear to God, just my attitude. Because I was just excited all the time. I was pitching what I was selling with enthusiasm, with excitement, and they decided to let me in. And once they let me in, I started to meet all these phenomenal people. I met people who were making a million dollars a month, a million dollars a week. I met the top five products on ClickBank, start talking to these men, shaking hands, kissing babies. It was great. I was having a few drinks from the gorgeous, beautiful waitresses. I'm flirting with the waitresses. I'm talking. I'm laughing. I'm smiling. I'm acting like I'm a part of the deal. I'm acting like I'm a multimillionaire just like them. And then I would meet this young man. We'll say uh, his name is um, Joe. Okay, Joe. That's his real name, by the way. And he was from Canada, Montreal. Good looking man. And he was making a ton of money online. <coughs> okay. So obviously, listen, I needed to get around this guy because he was making the money. He immediately gravitated towards me. One, let me tell you why. This is why men, I tell you, should work out because I had the body of his dreams. That's one. I mean, my body is just, is, is a, I have a sexy body. It is what it is. I'm, I'm an attractive man. And, and two, I was very positive. Okay. Like my attitude wasn't this attitude of desperation. This attitude wasn't this attitude of pity. Even though I was making no money, man, my bank account was just almost negative. But he loved that I had this attitude of positivity. Okay. This attitude of optimism. He just loved it about me. And he decided to do a partnership with me. Say, Wes, I'm a partner with you because obviously I pitched them my ideal. I pitched them the company that I was running, which was 7dayfitness.com, which is no longer in existence now. But at that time, that's all I had, and that's what I wanted to do. And I pitched them, and he bought into the ideal. And we partnered up. I mean, let me tell you something. I was so excited. Let me tell you something. If, you know, when people say, well, Wes, what was the most exciting part of you? Before you made a million dollars. It was their partnership. I was so excited. I mean, I was drinking champagne. I was having a good time. I mean, I'm, I'm, oh man, let me tell you, I had a good time that night. I can't go into detail, but I had a great time because I said I am partnered with a millionaire finally. It's been eight years grinding and fighting for what I wanted reading the books, going to the seminars, and now I have a millionaire that wants to partner with me. So I remember going back on that plane. I even upgraded to first class. I said, I'm a first class individual. I couldn't afford it, but I didn't care. I swiped that card. I went first class all the way back home, and I felt good, and we got to work. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. Listen up here. It was a ton of work. Like, let me tell you something. Um, I run a lot of companies today. About 15 different companies, right? And let me tell you something. I've never, I've never worked as hard as I did when I got home from Vegas for eight months. 
It was a ton of work. We had to record new videos. We had to recreate the marketing, the websites. I was investing money on a credit card because I didn't have any money that I can use for that, for the business. And let me tell you something. I've never worked that hard a day in my life, but for seven to eight months, I wasn't dealing with women. I was celibate. Uh, uh, I, I, I wasn't going out to the clubs. I wasn't going to drink. I wasn't drinking. Uh, I, I, I wasn't doing anything except from creating the new product for 7dayfitness.com. Does that make sense? Okay. Does that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? <coughs> Excuse me. I wasn't doing anything else aside from working with my new business partner, Joe, from Canada to change my life. Okay? And let me tell you something, times were tough. Times were tough. It was many months I was very afraid that I wouldn't be able to pay the bills. It was many months I was afraid that I wouldn't have to have I wouldn't have the money to pay the car note insurance. And I know some of you feel that way, right? How many of you feel that way at times? You know, you're like it's like when you get this one unique opportunity and you pour all your money, all your time into it. But at the same time, you still got to live, right? You still got to eat, got to pay bills. Because I'm 30 at this time. And I have children, right? It's tough. But I persevered, man. I persevered. And those eight months were probably the most difficult eight months of my life. Wow. You know, when I hear your stories and say, Wesley, I'm, I'm just going through a tough time right now financially, man. How do I stay positive and motivated even though man, everything around me is just, just falling apart? Well, I was there. I'm 30 years old. I got two children and everything was falling apart. But I couldn't focus on that, honestly. I just didn't focus on the debt. I couldn't focus... On the, I got a charge back with my American Express because I was using the shit out of my American Express. And I didn't want paying it for months. Then they gave me a charge back. They closed down the account. I had to get a new credit card real quickly here. Um, I made a lot of very interesting decisions that a lot of, that a lot of people just won't make. Because many people may think that's irresponsible. But I had a dream. And I was only focused on the outcome. I wasn't thinking about the day-to-day stuff. I wasn't thinking about the failing moments, the pain. The I just wasn't thinking about that stuff. Like bills, when I would get bills, I would put them in a drawer somewhere. I would hide my bills away from me. I wasn't thinking about it. I knew I had to pay them, but I couldn't focus on that at that moment. I was building something. And I remember it was month number eight. I think it was around Christmas time. And it was we were having an event. In Toronto, Canada. How many of you have ever been to Canada before? Gorgeous place, by the way. I love Canada. 
If you go to Canada, make sure you have a poutine. It's unhealthy, but it's delicioso. So I went to Canada, and I'll never forget this. I would never forget this moment in my life. And, I, you know, I'm by myself. At this point, I have no friends like Herman. You know, that's my best friend. I didn't know her, who Herman was. Ariella, I don't know who that is. I was literally by myself, like for a year, almost two years, just alone. I wasn't talking to my parents. I wasn't talking to friends because I didn't have any friends. I wasn't talking to cousins. I wasn't talking to high school friends. I was just by myself with myself. Okay? And I remember that I bought a first-class ticket. Because remember, you know, my dream was to fly first class. That's what I wrote in my vision board. That's what I wrote in my journey, my journal. And, you know, sometimes, you know, the things that you write down in your journey, you say, well, one day I'm going to do this. One day, one day. I said, fuck one day. I said, today is the day I'm going to fly first class. I'm going to spend the money, right? Because I'm a firm believer that you have to act as if, you know, you can say that you believe that you're going to do something, but you have to start acting on the belief. And that's what I did. And see, this is why it was so important not to have friends and not to have family around me because they wouldn't understand what I was doing. Okay. If I would have told my parents that I was fine first, they'd say, what are you doing, boy? Why are you, you, you can't afford that. If I was telling old friends, hey, I'm going to go do this. Well, what are you doing, Wes? Go, go, you're a computer engineer, Wes. Go get your job back. You see why it's so important for you to disconnect from the people that are currently in your life? It's very important. Very imperative to do that. Okay. Almost detrimental to your success. So I took a first class flight. No one, no one, no one knew I was going. No one knew. No one knew I was on that plane first class, feeling good, looking good, drinking champagne, okay? Got two glasses, just in case, all right? I was feeling good. I flew to Canada. And another thing that I wrote on my vision board or in my journal that I want to stay in five-star hotels. I didn't want to stay in one-star hotels. Nothing wrong with one-star hotels, but that's not what I wanted to do. I'm allergic to bed bugs, right? I don't want to go into a room and the sheets all tainted with all type of bodily fluids. I don't want to walk into a room and it's not fresh, okay? So I said, you know what? I'm going to book a five-star hotel. I couldn't afford it. $1,000 a night. I know. I paid $1,000 a night to stay in Canada, in Toronto, Okay? Two story. And I walked in like I was worth a million dollars. Let me tell you something. I'll never forget that. I walked in. I had the seven-day fitness shirt on. I'm looking good. Skin popping, glowing, teeth white, chest out, body looking perfect. And I went to that front desk. Hi, my name is Wesley Virgin. I think I have a room here tonight. That's how I said it. So, yes, Mr. Virgin, yes, we have you checked in here at 3 o'clock. Let's escort you to your room. And they did. Took me to my room. It was a beautiful room. Sweet. And I remember just laying in my room, laying in the bed. I was doing a few push-ups. You know, I was just excited. Because it was getting ready to launch a company that would change my entire life. It's going to change my children's life. 
It's going to change the life of the mother of my children. It's going to change my parents' life. It's going to change so many people's lives. That was my thinking, right? I said, man, this is it. Everything that I've done, all the sacrifices, all the moments of despair and disappointment. Ooh, I was just excited, man. I felt good. I had, I had goosebumps all around my body here. That I even went out and started walking around Canada and Toronto and just, just walking around, man. You know, really in their first year. <laughs> then, listen, it was time for me to visit, um, to go to the, um, the event for the night. It was another ClickBank Roadshow event, and this was for only Platinums. And like I said, I wasn't Platinum. Hell, I wasn't even Bronze. I wasn't even Silver. I wasn't even Cubit Sakonian. I was just nothing. Like, I wasn't making any money on this platform. But what I tell you, how did I get in? My attitude. People at ClickBank, they started to love me to the point that, man, I just... And one thing I want you to understand and one thing I want you to learn skill about you is you have to learn how to make your personality to be very infectious to people. And if you want your personality to be infectious, be positive. Be the person that always have a smile on your face. You ever notice the people that always have a smile on their face? It's like people gravitate towards them all the time. And there's nothing else. It's because they're always in a good mood. That's why people love me. Not just because of my money. I know they like my money. But listen, they like my smile. They like my positivity. When you see me, I'm always walking around with a smile. Unless I'm in the gym, then I don't want to be bothered. But I always have a smile on my face. I'm always happy. I'm always giving compliments. So women and men, they just love me. They just gravitate to me like he, like bees on honey. Okay? So, I got dressed up. Okay? And I went to the event that was in Toronto. And I remember walking in and seeing all the millionaires, okay? And I think I was probably, true story, I think I was the only person there that was making no money, okay? I was the only person not making any money at all. Does that make sense? No money. I'm just a picture and imagine being surrounded by multimillionaires in the industry of network marketing, this picture shaking hands and talking with people, hearing his stories. I suggest all of you do this as well, all right? Change your surroundings, you'll change your life, you'll change your perception of life. And I was meeting all these people, but I was looking for Joe, okay? I was looking for Joe, why? Because Joe was a millionaire, Joe was my partner. Joe was the guy that I was working for eight months, working my butt off, not sleeping, but working diligently every single day. I'm looking for Joe. Because I'm excited because this young man that I'm partnering with is going to change my life. Right? How many of you have ever partnered with a millionaire? And in your mind, you're like, man, it is done. I got it. Man, I know my life is about to change. This man and this woman is in a position that I want to be. And I get the opportunity to work with them. Okay? So I was like that. I was excited. Okay? 
And <clears throat> listen. Hey, Fang Shu, how are you? I saw Joe. Like I said, Joe's a handsome man. Joe had two women. Joe, Joe had the ladies, okay? We got to give it to Joe. Joe, Joe had the ladies, okay? And, you know, because people in Canada, if you've ever been to Canada, I mean, everybody looks good, man. They all gorgeous women, man. They all, everybody looks good in Canada. It is what it is, right? So Joe had his women next to him. I'm just by myself alone. But I had a smile on my face when I saw Joe. I said, hey, Joe, what's going on? He introduced me to his young ladies, of course. And they were sexy, of course. You know, hey, ladies, how are you? You doing well? Wow. Hi. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. And I said, Joe, man, it's time, bro. I mean, it's happening. Like We're getting ready to launch this thing. And he said, yeah, Wes, absolutely, man. Hey, Wes, can I talk to you for a second? And I'm thinking to myself, Joe, well, where are we going? Well, we can't talk right here in front of the ladies. I mean, I mean, I got the, the, the Don Parion right there. We can pop a bottle right now and have a good time tonight. Well, what you talking about? Well, what, 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 what are we talking about, Joe? He said, Joe, no, it's nothing, it's nothing, Wes. Just come here. So I went to the foyer. It was at a hotel, the event itself, a very nice, at the Four Seasons, I believe. And I went to the foyer with him. And I said, Joe, before you start talking, man, I just want to thank you. Okay? I just want to thank you, man. I mean, I have worked for the past eight years trying to discover and learn more about internet marketing. I mean, I have bought the books. I've watched the YouTube videos. I've tried to run Facebook ads. I've built websites. I've recorded videos at the park by myself, creating DVD programs. I've ran boot camps. Just want to thank you, man. You're changing my life. You're changing my life, man. And, um, He says, sure, Wes. But Wes, I got to tell you, I got to share something with you. And he said, Wes, we're not going to be able to move forward with your project. He said, Wes, we decided that the project is not going to fit the marketplace or the market that we intended to sell the program. Now, listen. At that moment, man, and I think everybody has had a moment like this. You know, when you put your eggs all into one basket, and you should do that, by the way, you know, this bullshit about you should put your eggs in different baskets. Nah, put it in one. I mean, I put all my eggs in one basket, man. Everything was betting on this. I mean, I bought the first-class flights, man. I got this expensive-ass hotel. I mean, you know how you start to spend money before you make money because you think you're going to make money? And 
for a second. Now, listen, and this is important. This is the defining moment of my Internet career because it could have went two ways. For a second, I'm going to be honest, I wanted to beat the shit out of Joe. I did. I mean, you just don't realize. Because I put everything in it. I'm 30 years old, man. I'm a grown-ass man. I got two children. And I put all my money and my time into this thing. I mean, I wanted to slap Joe with some baby powder. I'm serious. I wanted, I wanted to wring Joe's fucking neck. I really did. It was a thought. I just want listen. It was a thought. I just want you to know that. Okay? It was a thought that did cross my mind. However, another thought crossed my mind. Because at that time, I was emotionally intelligent. And emotional intelligence is very important if you want to be a very successful entrepreneur. Okay? You have to learn how to manage your emotions. You have to learn how to utilize your emotions at a given time to be able to get your resolve. And I said, it's okay, Joe. I swear to God, that's what I said. I said, man, you know what? It's okay, man. Thank you for everything. Yeah, Wes, you know, we thought, man, I mean, man, we like you, Wes. We like you. You're a great guy. And you're going to do it, man. You're going to make it. It's just not going to be this. Okay? I said, no problem, Joe. Thanks for the opportunity, my guy. You know, really, I really want to thank you for the opportunity. And I turned around. I went back to the party. And let me tell you something. When I was walking, I swear to God, this is what I said. I'll never forget what I said to myself. When I was walking back to that party with my head high, I said, something better is going to take place. I said those words. I said, what this means. Okay. I said, what this means at this point in my life, that something better is going to happen. I swear to God, I said those words. I didn't go back to the hotel with my tail between my legs and cry on that fluffy, nice pillow. I didn't go back to my hotel and curse out Joe and say that motherfucker, he took all my money, he did all this, wasted all my motherfucker. I didn't do that. I didn't go back to my hotel to complain and bitch about anything that Joe did or Joe didn't do. I walked back with my chest out and shoulders back. With a smile on my face. And I said something better is going to take place in this moment. That's what this means. Okay. That's all I said. I didn't know what better thing was going to happen. I didn't know what's going to happen in the next moment. I still didn't know how I was going to pay the bills. I didn't know how I was going to pay this. I didn't know how I was going to get out of debt. I didn't know. All I said is something better is on the way. And to make a long story short, I met another guy at the party. I met another guy. I won't go into that story because it's a long story. I've told the story before. And that guy, I ended up partnering with him within 48 hours of having a conversation with him. My point is... I decided, come at the word decided, I just decided to change the meaning. See, regulatory average people, poor people, 
When I say poor, I'm not talking about your money, your mindset. That's what I'm talking about. You know, they would have went back and they would have been upset. They would have felt telling everybody about their experience with Joe. Man, can you believe this guy? Man, I was working with this guy for eight months and this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. You would have been just gossiping, talking about inventing to other people at the party about how Joe screwed you over. Joe scammed me, man. I can't believe he'll do that. I put all my money. He's a millionaire, man. He know I can't afford anything. I put all my blood, sweat, and tears into this thing, but I didn't do that. A lot of you, that's what you would have done. A lot of you would have been very upset and pissed off talking about your sacrifice and talking about all the things that you did. Listen, I want everybody to listen to me very closely here. That's a part of the deal. Your sacrifice, that's not abnormal to people like us who are rich. You investing your time and your money, taking massive risks, that is normal for people like us. It's not abnormal for the average person to have a nine to five job. That's not normal for the average person that's choosing to utilize their weekend right now to go have fun. Sunday fun day. They out there having fun, drinking, having sex, drugs, vaping, smoking. That's abnormal for those type of people. It's abnormal for the people who never take vacations. It's abnormal for the people who never fly first class around the world. It's abnormal for the people who never have a shelf. They'll never have a maid. They'll never stay in a penthouse. They'll never live in a gated community. Does that make sense? Okay? So, I decided to change the meaning. <coughs> and things worked out. Not because I was smart. Not because I went to college. I dropped out of college. Come on. Not because I was magna cum laude. Not because I went to Harvard. Not because my parents were rich. No. I just made a decision. That's it. I made a decision to change the meaning of the negative thoughts that were pervading in my mind. All the negative thoughts that were in my mind about Joe and that entire experiences was not positive. Does that make sense? But I made a decision. To choose. <sighs> to see my situation and change the meaning so the meaning will work in my favor. And that's what I want you to do this week. I want you to change the meaning of all these negative thoughts that are running around in your mind. I want you to choose to change the meaning You're not stuck. You're learning. You're not in a bad situation. You're coming out of a situation to realize the situation that you're destined to be in. You're not devastated. You are igniting your confidence. You're not failing, you're growing, okay? 
change the meaning of the thoughts, reframe them. Okay. <sighs> That's the skill that I want to teach you here this morning, this afternoon. Change the meaning of those adverse thoughts. Because they're just thoughts. They're just thoughts. Hello? Thoughts are not tangible. You can't touch a thought. Some people said, oh, what they said hurt me. What? How? What they said hurt you? Or you just allowed it to hurt you? Well, I, I put in all this work. All, <coughs> all this time. I put in all this work and all this time. And I have nothing to show for it. Really? Nothing? Okay? You have nothing to show for it? That's how people think. And you think like poor people. You think like regulatory people. You think like the, the average. I don't think average. <coughs> okay? It's my thinking that allowed me to be in a position that I'm in right now. It's my thinking. It's the reason why I'm worth $40 million. It's my thinking why I can travel around the world every single month of my life. It's my thinking that I live in a luxurious penthouse. Okay? Make sense? It's my thinking, ladies and gentlemen. It's my thinking that I have automatic shades. $10,000 on these freaking shades. It's my thinking the reason why I have this outstanding surreal view of Houston, Texas from my badass bedroom. It's my thinking why I got Versace wallpaper on my walls. It's my thinking that got me here. Did you get value here this morning, ladies and gentlemen? Let me know if you got value. Comment below. How many of you are going to apply this and start to change the meaning of all those negative thoughts that are running in your mind? Ant killers, baby. I just gave you ant killers. Automatic negative thoughts killers. Reframe those negative thoughts. Use those negative thoughts to drive you. Use those negative thoughts to push you. To compel you to your dream. Okay? Look at that view. You like it? Look at my feet. <laughs> you know, they say about long feet, right? Big socks. Big old long socks. Okay? I love you. Okay? I love all of you. Thank you for sharing this morning with me. Listen to this again, okay? Listen to this again. Like what you're looking at right now, what you're looking at in this moment was nothing. 10 years ago was nothing but an image in my mind. I, I mean, I'm telling you, I used to dream about this. I used to sit and lay on that air mattress and I didn't have any windows like this. 
and I would visualize myself waking up to a view like this. Okay? So I love you. I appreciate you. Hey, guys, if you don't mind, if you don't mind coming back to this video, I'm going to post it. If you want me to post the come to the work yes below, please. If you'd like me to post this video, all I ask you to do is to leave a comment under the video when I post it. Okay? It just would allow me to share this message around the world so more people can listen to it and more people can be educated based off the content here. And if you ever want to listen to this on my podcast, just type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. I'm on Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, just on YouTube. It's everywhere, right? So you can get access to this. So you can listen to this over and over again. Why? Because repetition is the mother of skill. So please, I'm going to post this in the next five minutes. I mean, five seconds. Please come back to the video. It's going to take you two seconds. If you love what I do here, if you want me to continue to do this, just leave a comment. You could just leave a heart, leave a fire, leave a hug. Wesley, I love this. Wesley, I didn't like this. Wesley, you did great. I don't know. Just leave a comment for me if you don't mind. Don't ask for money, but I will continue to do this for you because it's my purpose. It's my destiny. And I love you. So listen, I'm going to leave you with this. Okay? I'm going to leave you with this. In life, you don't get what you want out of life. You get what you picture. Every single day of your life, it doesn't matter what life throws at you. It doesn't matter what happens. Remember, you have the opportunity and the power to picture the life that you want. You can close your eyes and you can think about, you can daydream about the life that you want to have. And then you wake up and you go and take massive action. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Let's go.